Duncan. Oi, aloha, sunshine, and aloha, listeners, and welcome to the Zantiki Lounge. Welcome to the Zantiki Lounge. The Tiki Bar lives in your head, and here's the music. I have prepared a selection of Martin Denny, a little bit of Les Baxter, some Ema Sumac, and some other Tiki Bar Exotica classics. We'll let that play in the background and set the mood. Um, per the usual, we're having a cocktail. And, um, you know, sometimes, uh, and I've said this before, you don't need a recipe for a cocktail. After you've spent a little bit of time behind a bar. You do need to have some um, knowledge, though, as some general knowledge as to what flavors go together, though. Oh, no, this is true. Yes. So after you've spent a little bit of time behind the bar, you know what general combinations of strong, that's your liquor, sweet, obviously your juice, your sugars, uh, your weak, your water, so your dilution. You, you know what combinations of these things work together. And uh, you can make a nice tasting cocktail from whatever happens to be in oversupply behind your bar. And that's what I do sometimes. And, and, and it's, you know, officially the first day of summer. It is. It is. And I, I thought I would just make something that naturally was tropical but was refreshing. And so it's, it's a little mango. It's got some citrus and some rum. Um, I just thought that this would be wonderful and garnish with some nice fresh pineapple and orange Now, slices. I do have to say, though, that this uh, Don the Beachcomber... Comb, it's a rum... Comb, you're drinking out of the rum barrel. Beachcomber. I can't even say that word right now. The rum barrel, I have to say, is making quite the ring on your brand new bar top. It's waterproof. It's waterproof, so yes. I, I do not need a coaster. You do not. Okay, I will just so, let it sweat then. something to think about when building a bar. Whoa. I know, that is a little loud. And my alarm just went off. <laughs> Reminded me to call somebody later. Uh, the boyfriend is uh, out of town on a business trip. Oh, wait, what? That sounded really bad. He's out of town on a business trip. And you just got a reminder to call someone while your boyfriend is out of town. No, the reminder is to call him. Oh, okay. Jack. Okay. Jesus you, Christ, you're trying you, to start shit. You need a reminder Just sip to drink. I'm just saying. So. That sounded uh, pretty bad. Yeah, so when if you have if you're making a bar, you're building a bar, think about the bar top you're gonna use. It really should be something that's waterproof, and if it's wood, make it waterproof because uh, those disposable coasters and cocktail napkins, they're just waste. They really in my well, not opinion, disposable coasters. You get coasters that But people use those disposable ones. Bars, you know, commercial bars, they tend to use the disposable ones. Um, you, yeah, the napkins and bars, I understand they're for preventing things from sliding around and absorbing the sweat from the glass, but I'll tell you, uh, with a properly, properly made bar surface, you can have a drink that does not need a coaster and will not slide around. So this bar top, for example, is slightly textured so that, uh, you can't form that, uh, what do you call it? That uh, slick, slick bead service, of water yes. underneath the glass, it won't slide around on you, and if somebody nudges it, it's not going to go anywhere. Particularly a problem with uh, light, lighter glasses, not so much tiki mugs, but like uh, uh, cocktail glasses and wine glasses, champagne flutes, things like that. But, you know, you don't want anything sliding around, so just, it's just a suggestion. So, again, you know, you can put anything in your mug. Now, I'm, I'm drinking out of, again... Richard, uh, the Moai, my favorite mug right now from Pop Tiki. 
And, uh, you know, I like Richard for a lot of reasons. One, I have, as I said before, he's a nice, manly, Now, have you taken a picture of Richard and posted a picture of Richard? I have. Oh. I have. A picture of me enjoying Richard. Oh, yes, okay. Yes, that sounds interesting. Because you talk about uh, him so much, I think but you know, everyone should know the, what he looks like. One of the other things that I like about Richard, he holds quite a volume of liquid. And yes, he does. He does. And and I like that because, you know, some tiki mugs are quite small. Now, Pumpkin, you're drinking out of the rum barrel from Don the Beachcomber. This is quite a substantial mug in itself. Which also holds quite a little bit. Yes, so, it does. you know, sometimes maybe maybe you're a lazy bartender and you don't feel like going back behind the and bar refilling. over and over and over and over and mixing. Get a big mug and mix up a big batch. I mean, I'm just saying. Mm. Okay, so. Not everybody tunes in for the tiki and for the cocktails, and that's fine. We have plenty else to discuss this week, but, um, Pumpkin, let's talk real quick about some snacky-type things. Oh, okay, let's... So, you brought in some vegan cake, and we have vegan listeners, and uh, you always want to have snacks when you're tending bar or having people over. I'm going to try a bite of the cake while you talk about it. Now, I did not have the energy to make my raspberry coconut pineapple cake. As you promised. So, this is, well, because I spent two and a half hours in traffic yesterday, and so I was not into... very moist. No, it's called Death by Chocolate. So, instead, I just happened to have a chocolate cake with chocolate chips in the cake. With chocolate frosting and then chocolate chips on top. There's a lot so of So it's called Death by Chocolate. A little piece, a little dabble, do ya? And it's a lazy cake um, because I just use Dr. Oetker's um, mix. I think that. I think that's how you say it. It's just an organic cake mix. It doesn't have any day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, now it does call for eggs, but you just substitute that with a quarter cup of applesauce. Or um, egg substitute, the like energy with that energy. Work? I mm-hmm. don't like to use energy in cakes. I like to use applesauce. They come out a little bit, okay, uh, a little bit more uh, moist. And you can also use um, baby prunes. Did you know well, that? And chocolate cake. Life, life is better when it's moist. Mm-hmm. And so uh, and then it's just a little bit of canola oil, and I used wait, Earth wait, wait. Balance. Did you say baby prunes? Baby prunes. Prunes uh, you use in uh, chocolate cake and increase. Terrible. And, well, you know what? It increases it's, the fiber. It's supposed to be good. I haven't okay. tried it yet, right. but right. so I've heard. And then you just use the earth balance and the uh, the frosting, and you whip that up, and voila! And you, of course, use the dark chocolate. So therefore, there's no milk at all, and you have a very quick and easy vegan chocolate okay. cake. Okay, and it is and it is very tasty, and and it's not even a matter of saying, oh, do I know it's vegan or not? Really, when you put one of these things in your mouth, a vegan, I call them concoction, um, really oh, all you want to ask yourself is, does it taste good? That's mm-hmm. all that matters. It doesn't have to be exactly like as if it were not vegan. That's not what you're going for. You're going for something that is cakeish. it's got great flavor, and it does not have the dairy and animal products in it that the traditional version does. And I'm going to say that this is very tasty, and it has a lot of chocolate in it. Considering it comes from a mix. And is it, is it mostly dark chocolate in this? It's just um, semi-sweet chocolate. So there's some dark chocolate. Okay. So there's And dark, dark chocolate. chocolate full of uh, bioflavonoids. They're good for you. Oh, Antioxidants. and the, um, the frosting is just your generic... Trader Joe's chocolate frosting mix. Delicious, you delicious. Throw in some earth, earth balance and some hot water, mix it up and frost it, baby. 
Well, it's wonderful. Okay, well, so that's one snack. Now, we have another little snack we're going to talk about later, and it's from the... Um, I was going to throw some coconut on top to make it tropical, but... Let's not go, let's not okay. go crazy. Okay. Uh, well, we have a quick little uh, schmeckin from the Pacifica House Hawaii Cookbook, and this book has literally been flying around on the internet and eBay and people snapping up copies. Uh, it's originally from the 60s, and um, uh, let's see, Brad from beachoutpost.com he, uh, you know, he posted a picture of it and mentioned it, and people just started going crazy for it. And I got myself a copy. I've made a few things out of it. I made crab rangoon not too wow. long ago. Absolutely delicious. Of course, I'm the only one in the house that would eat it because the boyfriend doesn't do seafood, and there was no one else visiting at the time. So I ate myself an entire batch of crab rangoon. I'm pretty sure that that was several thousand calories, but it was delicious. But there you go. Yeah. So, um, well, yeah. So we'll share a little schmeckin' out of that, and uh, I'm gonna go rustle, rustle around uh, the mail sack, and we'll be right back. Tiki mail. Yes, tiki mail. There, time it is. Would you please just say something about the sack, please? Because I've been saying something about your sack for five years, and we do this every single episode. All right, you're boring. I'm putting the music back on. <laughs> um, so uh, we have just a quick, a quickle, a quickle cup notes. Sure. A couple quick notes. There you go. I've been doing that more with my speech lately. I don't know if it is um, uh, MS or what, but uh, no, we'll talk. I think it's you've gotten too many massages. Oh, I think you are too relaxed. I have gotten four massages in the last I think month. you are too relaxed. That's um, your problem. So I want to do another shout out and a response to uh, Kelly Patterson, who does the Velveteen Lounge Kitsch in, and that's kitchen as in kitschy. Oh, I want to talk about she's inspired me, but we'll talk about that a little bit later. Oh, it's difficult to inspire pumpkins, so that's a compliment all in itself. But uh, Kelly, you know, she sent a little note here and, and she said, Aloha, do you mind if I put a short audio clip of your shout out to the Velveteen Lounge Kitchen on her own website? Um, and she's including a link. And I said, naturally, of course, I love a partnership. And uh, you know, that's one of the great things about the internet is... Um, synergy. Synergy, bringing tiki folks Syner together from Synergy. all over the country because she's all the way out there on the East Coast. We're all the way here on the West Coast. And there's people all over the world that we chat with. And uh, so I want to encourage listeners again to go check out the Velveteen Lounge Kitchen. That's K-I-T-S-C-H-E-N, a play on the word kitchen. Uh, go check out the website or find uh, Kelly and her kitchen on Facebook. And she just does an excellent, excellent little video show there where she does anywhere from like a, a two-minute to a five-minute video where she chooses a subject, whether it be what to do in the event of nuclear attack or how to battle uh, midnight hunger pains or, um, you know, all kinds of great things. And, and she, in true, true uh, 50s, 60s style, makes uh, appetizers, uh, with um, processed luncheon meats and canned goods. And um, personally, my favorite was the uh, jello mold that incorporated uh, lime jello, cottage cheese, and hard boiled eggs. Now, doesn't lime that jello sound is my tasty? Favorite. Lime jello is my delicious, favorite yes. flavor. So I, I encourage you to go check that out. Uh, it, it's a lot of fun over there. Now, uh, now, you heard me talk about Richard again, uh, my, my Moai mug from Pop Tiki. That's poptiki.com. 
one of the folks over there, Jason, uh, at Pop Tiki, uh, you know, we're, we're discussing maybe we'll, um, you know, work out something and just maybe Pop Tiki will be the official mug of the Zen Tiki Lounge. Now, what does that entail? We're discussing that. As, oh, as we okay. speak, we're discussing oh, okay. that. Yes. It's still under negotiation. Obviously, I'm sure it entails me continuing my love of their mugs and talking about them regularly. But, but we'll, we'll, we'll see what else it entails. Oh, right. um, but, you know, if you haven't been to poptiki.com yet, go ahead and check them out. They do make great, great looking mugs. Uh, volcano bowls and things so whether you want to serve one or many they've got something for you they do things in a handcrafted style limited numbers so um, you're not going to have the same mug or bowl that thousands and thousands and thousands of other people have not that there's anything wrong with the mass produced items um, because there really isn't they're still high quality great artists are helping to produce them but uh, Pop Tiki is doing things in more limited numbers. It's more of a family venture. And where are they based out uh, of? Colorado. What? Yes, Colorado. So not only do we have Montagna Rum in Colorado, but we've got a mug maker in wow. Colorado, too. And Colorado, uh, the Denver area specifically, more more tiki than one might expect. But as... You may have to take a little trip to Colorado. I just I might. So as Don Nelson from the Foundation Tiki Bar in Milwaukee said... You can said, go to Casa Bonita as well. I do want to go to Casa Bonita, <laughs> yes, because that would just be tacky as all hell. Yeah. Uh, I want to see... I want to see... Um, the cliff divers. I want to see men's in bikinis mm-hmm. diving off of uh, mm-hmm. Cliffs and must a go to Casa tiny, tiny little pool below. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, Don Nelson, you know, Foundation Tiki Bar in Milwaukee, which you have to visit if you have not been there, uh, he said, you know, people in Hawaii don't need a tiki bar, they live on an island that well, is yeah, tropical and perfect all year from, round. It's those it's of us, it's those of us in places that uh, have the winters and cold weather and such that need a tiki bar and a place to escape and throw off the parka and have a nice cocktail and uh, and enjoy ourselves. And here on the West Coast, well we've just embraced the Hawaiian um, kitsch because it of course is not the Hawaiian culture, it is the Hawaiian kitsch. Uh, with the but tiki we have bars in the Southern California some of the same, like, for example, it is absolutely appropriate to wear a collared Hawaiian shirt anywhere. It is. It really it's is. It's very, it's beach casual. Mm-hmm. I so wish I could do that at work. That. Anywho, mm, chocolate cake. So, um, Why did you just take a big bite of chocolate cake when you were in the middle of talking? I thought you were going to say something more profound oh. and it would take longer, but I was Well, wrong. how about this? Can I tell you that you my can. brother is applying to work for Hawaiian Airlines? Really? Do you know what that means? <laughs> I hope it means that, that means we're going to get some flights. to Hawaii, mm-hmm. yes. So he will either be based out of Honolulu or Portland. As a pilot, right? Or no, Seattle, as a pilot, Now, yes. he's got to be a co-pilot for years, I would imagine. Right. <laughs> he's not old enough to be a pilot pilot, but he doesn't right. have enough hours. Got but it. he's he can be a co-pilot. That would be wonderful. Okay. Well, um, so Kelly, Jason, thank you for the notes. Uh, just one other comment. Heather on Twitter said, uh, I'm trying to remember because I don't have the Twitter in front of me, but she said something to the effect something of... Something to the effect of... Um, uh, any, any tips for... Um, you know, getting your bar ready for summer. Well, Heather, you ask and I deliver. We're going to discuss just that subject on this week's podcast. So now what about our if, little gifts here? Oh, we'll we discuss, discuss that, that in a moment. Oh, too. Okay. Yes. So um, if you'd like to send us a note, send that to mail at zentiki or go on the Facebook 
and uh, search for the Zen Tiki Lounge page, like us, and then send us a note or post a comment and we can reply to it. Or you can send private direct messages to Sunshine Tiki, Starshine Tiki, Kehlani Tiki, and now Grace Tiki. No, it's actually still under Grace Noel. It is not. You logged into the wrong one, and I've deleted it so that you won't do that again because you are a Facebook retard. <laughs> How am I a Facebook retard? Because you gave I told me the you, password. I told you that the if you email? logged in, that you would see the pictures, and that I wanted you to check but them I out, didn't. and you logged in and saw no pictures, so you should have known I did something wrong. Wait, you did something you wrong. You did something wrong. No, you give me a password, uh-huh. you give me an email and a password. I log in with I the email. I gave you both emails and both passwords. No, you did Just not. Just eat your cake. No, you did not. Ladies and gentlemen, mail at zentigilounge.com. We'll be right back. Our discussion about Facebook is finished. Um, let's, uh, well, let's, um, I don't know. Let's, uh, you need to find more flattering pictures of me. those pictures that you posted well, are horrible. You, well, but those are absolutely I'm sorry, but I only, have, I only have horrible pictures of you. Mm-hmm. So, back to real quick the mm-hmm. Pacifica House Hawaii cookbook. And, and there's, you know, and this is out of print, correct? Uh, I believe it is out of print, but you can find copies on eBay, which is kind of interesting. Um, people are schlepping this around the internet. Now, there are, there are poo-poos, appetizers, mm-hmm. uh, entrees, and all kinds of things, side dishes. Now, there's something really, really simple in here. And it's vegan, so we were trying that today. Cantonese custom is to always place pineapple cubes in chilled salt water for 10 to 15 minutes before serving. The salt, according to the Cantonese cooks, enhances the fresh flavor of the pineapple. Serve in a shell of pineapple with long picks, etc. So, um... We're going to try that today, Pumpkin. So grab yourself... Is that what these little plates are yeah, for? Yeah, so grab yourself a pineapple wedge and um, the... Is uh, the water pink for the, a reason? Uh, the water is pink because I used uh, Hawaiian sea salt. Oh, the salts that I bought you for? Yes, I, I used Hawaiian sea salt. And Ooh, the, that is and salty. The, and the pineapple has soaked in it. And now we're going to try it and see, does this enhance the flavor of the pineapple? Oh, God, that's so terrible. Oh, that's bad. Yeah, I'm not loving it either. Mm. It just tastes like I just went into the ocean and took a big swig. Not good. Maybe I used too much salt. I can't blame the Cantonese. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you cannot blame the Cantonese culture. Plus, the pineapple is just not right. No, that's part of it. And I I want to say that um, the local organic market. Oh, God. Yeah, that's not good. My cake is way better. They said we guarantee our pineapples are fresh and sweet. Oh, God. Now, Ooh. listeners may not know this, but pineapples, after they are picked, they ripen slightly, but they will go mm. mushy. Um, unlike a tomato, you can't let them fully ripen off the vine. Um, of course, I recommend you let your, pine- your tomato ripen on the vine, but... Well, oh, have. you need to wash <laughs> these other. No, I'm pretty sure it's You need sure to try and in. save. You need to try and save these. It just tastes like you're just so dipped we your have mouth a, into the fish tank. We have a fail from the Pacifica wow. House Hawaii cookbook. Don't try that. The Don't crab try rangoon, that, however, uh, was uh, was delicious. Um, all right, now let's uh, let's talk about a few things real quick. Now, mm. uh, Heather had asked, you know, tips for getting your bar ready for summer. Wow. 
Well, I do have a few tips. And some of these are very common sense and some you may not have thought of. Now, lots of alcohol is on sale right now. Well, that doesn't hurt. The Get your first on one sale. I'm going to say is Clean, 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 clean. Now, whether you're doing this I need some chocolate cake to get that taste summer, out of my mouth. Really wipe down your surfaces, dust, cobwebs, etc. And cetera. cover them because a lot of people have to put their um, patio furniture and everything away for the winter. Yeah, no, that's true. Cover it. Save yourself some of the chore. But you still want to wipe down uh, with, you know, like glass cleaner, something light. You don't want to use uh, harsh chemicals or anything like that. Are you really telling the listeners to clean cobwebs off? Don't you think they'd automatically do that? You know, I've been to some people's homes. And I have, and I always look behind a bar. And they don't clean? Oh, my God. You would be surprised that the backs of so many bars have not seen a cleaning rag in 10 years. Huh. They may wash the glasses as they get used. Right. They may replace bottles of booze as they go empty, but they don't actually ever take anything off all the shelves, wipe it down, sanitize a bit, and restock. And you absolutely need to do that. You do that with your refrigerator, don't you? You do that with your kitchen surfaces, don't you? Well, why wouldn't you do it with your bar? You're drinking off of those glasses. You're drinking those those. I mean, come on. This is common sense. This is why I say it's a, it's mostly common sense. Now, when you are preparing uh, garnishes and things, you're using a cutting board. At least I hope you are. That cutting board, and not just before summer, but several times a year, and I am on a uh, monthly schedule. Uh, I sanitize the cutting board. With lemon? Uh, no, not with lemon. Now, here's the thing. I know that we want to be as green as possible, but I am just going to say that I have read plenty about the natural ways for sanitizing a cutting board. And with the types of bacteria well, and see, viruses... You use, but you use meat, though. I don't... I meat, do. Meat is not allowed in my there. house. Well, I don't put meat on my cutting board, though. I have a separate cutting board for meat and a right. separate well, one for fruits should. and vegetables, you of course. Well, you should. You should. Uh, so, um, but I don't definitely don't want the flavor of like onions and such getting mm -hmm. into pineapple and oranges and limes when I'm cutting them. I would just dip them in some salt water and get so that flavor right out. I do sanitize my cutting board with um, a combination of uh, water with um, about a teaspoon of bleach mm -hmm. in about, um, that's about, it's like a cup of water with a teaspoon of bleach. You can use a little less if you but want. You could do non-chlorine bleach, couldn't you? No, 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 no it doesn't work. Doesn't, the, doesn't, doesn't work at all. You have to have the, the good stuff. So that's what I use. I pour it on, I let it set for a bit. And then after I do that, instead of just rinsing the cutting board, I actually submerge the entire cutting board in hot water to soak out, remove any of the bleach that may have soaked into the wood. I let it dry for a day, and then I go sand it. I sand the surface so that you have taken out all the... a wood cutting board. A wood cutting okay. board. Well, bamboo, of course, but you may have right. a wood of some sort. If, of course, this is your plastic cutting board... What about board, plastic? If this is your plastic cutting board, you can still sanitize it with that bleach solution because uh, it will still absorb odors, but uh, you could actually also just run it through the dishwasher. Right. Right. And that's kind of easier. Okay, moving but a on. But a wood cutting board, uh, then moving sand on. it, sand it. Mm-hmm, we got it. With a fine grit sandpaper. 220? What are you talking? Oh, no, like 180. Okay, 180. Yeah. All right, here we sand go. Sand it with mm -hmm. a fine grit, and okay. then uh, it'll be smooth again. It takes out the knife hand, marks. Hand which, or, or uh, an actual... Oh, no, level. go electric if you can. Okay. Uh, which, those, those knife marks, those deep grooves, mm -hmm. they harbor more bacteria okay. and viruses. All right, moving on. All right, on. moving I'm on. Get, I'm getting bored. Let's go. Inspect... Your bottles for what I call 
sugar rot. Now, we've all unscrewed the cap from a bottle of uh, alcohol, and generally I'm talking about the alcohols that are lower in alcohol, or the, the booze that's lower in alcohol, higher in sugar content, like your... your Pucker. Uh, your mixers, sure, your pucker, mm-hmm. your... Um, your cheap your shit, schnapps. let's be honest. Your yeah. cheap shit. Okay. Um, uh, well, even some like coconut liqueurs and stuff like mm-hmm. that, they have more sugar, less alcohol. Uh, and they will get that um, crusty, dried sugar rim. Now, you want to get rid of that for a couple of reasons. One. Like it, on an uncircumcised penis. Uh, like that? Uh, that kind of. Yes. Yeah. You want to get rid of that crust. Okay. Yes. yes you, that, I just had this image in my mind. Go on. Right. You want to remove the cap. Uh-huh. And okay. clean underneath mm, appropriately. Like an uncircumcised penis. Okay. Let's go. Mm, thank you, pumpkin. Uh, <laughs> I'm just helping to give the, the listeners so, a visual. Uh, you want to remove it for two reasons. One. Am I wrong? That crusty no. sugar, it mm-hmm. creates an air gap between the cap and the bottle which means that uh, air is mm-hmm. is penetrating mm-hmm. the uh, the liquid inside mm-hmm. and can sometimes cause off notes oh. and to some degree although Infection? very small <laughs> uh, can slowly evaporate your alcohol. Um, the second is it looks bad. Oh, it does. It just looks bad. And then then third It does not look appetizing. And then third. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're familiar with those little little tiny black ants that we like to call sugar ants. They will, if they're able to, um, they send out their scout, they notice that, you've got that crusty sugared rim, they love that. And because it's created an air gap in your bottle, now they can also get inside your bottle. So there are three good reasons why you want to remove sugar rot from the mouth of your bottles. And all you have to do is uh, just dunk the cap in warm water, and that rinses it off, and then just take a... Um, a clean rag with hot water and wipe off the mouth of your uh, bottle and then screw the cap back on and you're fine. And you could apply that to other things as well. Yes, Yes. you can. All right, so a a few other things. Wash all your mugs and glassware. Take them out from behind the bar, run them through the dishwater, or dip them in soapy water, rinse them off, and let them air dry. Either way, but you need to wash. What about your... the good old spit shine? Just spitting them oh, and Jesus them down. Christ! Like the good old Jesus West. Christ! No, don't do that. The good old. Uh, wild is West. your bar protected from the sun? Now, um, a good tiki bar generally doesn't have a whole lot of sun penetrating the room, so you don't have to worry about it. Like if for, if you're in the basement in the Midwest, not a lot of sun you have to worry about. But for those of us on the East and West Coast, you may have a window in the room or you may even have it on your patio. And you want to make sure that your surfaces are protected with a UV blocker of some kind or as much as you can when the bar is not in use. Keep the blinds, curtains, shades, etc. closed so that the sun is not damaging your bamboo, your woods, your thatch. What about your... a mister? What about installing a good old-fashioned mister? How is that going to protect you from the sun? It'll keep you cool. You're retarded. <laughs> Don't use a mister because that is wasting water. I know. It's wasting water. Come on. Okay, now just just a few more. Do oh, we're, you We're not done? Do you rotate the ice oh, in your geez. ice maker oh, if you God. have one? Because that oh. ice that's been sitting there for a while, it's absorbing all the flavors in your fridge and freezer. And for example, now and then I get onion flavor in my ice, so I will dump it all out and I will let the machine make more. You want fresh ice. You don't want off flavors coming from your ice. So make sure you do that too. Now, just two more things. Just two more things. Okay. Everything you use should be fresh, fresh, fresh. So that includes um, your mixers and things. So really, your mixers from last summer, no. Throw them away. 
you know, those are generally anywhere from two to five dollars a bottle. Or if you've made your own, they were definitely not pasteurized. You should not be using them from last year. But don't carry your sweet and sugary type mixers from last year. Get rid of them and start fresh. I guarantee you there's going to be a difference in the taste from the ones that you've just purchased or made versus the ones that have been left from last summer. And, and finally. And last but not least, buy a plant. Add something to your bar, whether it be decor, a plant, something natural like that, and just just make things look fresh. I still think you need a classic hula girl lamp on this new bar. And one of the corners, either the far right or the far left, you need a classic hula girl lamp. I'll get around to that, I swear. It, it needs a hula girl lamp. I swear. Well, pumpkin, I'm or just like gonna... an oil lamp. I'm Remember say, the oil lamps? I, oh, I love the oil lamps. You need yes. an they oil lamp. They always had lamp. Greek goddesses in the middle. Something mm-hmm. to give an ambient glow to the bar when you have the lights off. Mm-hmm. Yes, to mix up the color. Okay. I think so. I'm going to have some chocolate cake. I know. What, what did you bring to talk about this week? Well, no, I just wanted to talk about my IE Food Fest, remember? Okay. I went to the... The food uh, truck Yes, fair. the food truck fair, which thankfully we got there early enough. So we got there. It opened at 11. We got there at 1030. And I just have to give a, a shout out a lot of the food trucks. Um, they are actually making a pretty good effort um, to be environmentally friendly. Good. A lot of them were solar powered. Um, they recycle their oil. A lot of them were using biodegradable containers. Um, but of course, I liked my um, seabird truck. Which, seabird? Seabird truck, which I got my uh, Cajun jackfruit taco. Very, very Jackfruit? spicy. It they likened that, it south it? what did they say? Southeast Asia. And they likened it to the texture of a what is that, a bong? No, that means oh. that Richard is empty. Oh, Dick is empty. Yes. So you have an empty dick. Um and it's uh, like a pineapple texture, but it looked to me more like a mushroom. Very spicy, very good. And then they had a mint watermelon, a fresh mint watermelon. Taco? Um, lemonade. Oh, lemonade. And that was okay. really good, all organic. And then, of course, there was Organic Oasis, which was a solar-powered, all organic. Lots of them, lots of the trucks used local produce. Um, and the fry truck, I was able to get a vegan chili cheese fries with, of course, my favorite, Daya cheese on it. What? Daya cheese. It's tapioca-based, not soy-based. Sounds terrible. So good. No, it's actually good. It stretches. It melts. It's Okay, delish. I'm just going to say this. Now, we've tried many of your vegan things over time in the bar, and while you've had two successes... Two. The chocolate cake and the... What were those cookies you made? The coconut oatmeal yeah, chocolate Yeah, so you've had chip. two successes out of what I would call many... No ways. Like, you like them, but the average Joe is not going to like them. But you have to <clears throat> and I have an open mind through products. I have an open mind, but I'm just going to say this. Have not yet found, and I've tried many of them, a soy or substitute cheese that I could actually swallow. Try Daya. Why don't you bring some? Like, I'm going to buy it because I'm going to eat cheese cheese. So. But it actually passed the test of the boyfriend. You can make cheese. I made a cheese quesadilla. Yeah, but you know with what? With tomatillo sauce, it tasted just like but the you del know taco. What? To some extent, we, we all have to say that the boyfriend has just given up. No, he hasn't. He was quite the carnivore. I think he ate every single animal that there was to eat at this food truck fair. Him and my brother went 
nuts. They were literally running around like kids in a meat candy store. They went to every truck and ate every single now, animal there was to eat. Now, how did you do this? Because, I mean, were they serving sample size things? Or no, were they, serving they were the full regular portion? full so portions. So how could they eat all that? They shared. Oh. They just shared. And, of course, um, Charlene, my mom, was there. Yes. And then uh, my brother's girlfriend. And then my sister-in-law was there as well. Um, and then my brother's girlfriend. Was your girlfriend, brother's girlfriend? She's she... actually vegetarian. So oh, I was going to say. Was your brother's girlfriend? Both brothers had their girlfriends there? My one brother wasn't there. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. But spouses were. Uh-huh. Okay. And so we had two vegetarians and the rest were carnivores. And everybody was happy. And everyone was happy and they all went home in a food coma. Mm. And so I was able to have chili cheese fries. They had everything from bacon-wrapped stuffed jalapenos Now, there, there to- are great vegan chilies. For example, I make my own in the crock pot. The boyfriend, he eats it. He eats it for leftovers Put days after. It's on good it. on hot it's dogs. Really good. It's good by itself. It's good with chips. It's just, it's great. And it's a combination of uh, beans and going, vegetables and tofu. Next and- time, I'm going to make you a quesadilla with some green chili sauce. Okay, I can't it is, wait. It is very good. I can't good. wait. So, it's tasty. Food trucks again, very popular, and and I'm I'm imagining that this is a national trend. I mean, I know mm-hmm. they're very popular here in the Los Angeles area, but I believe they're a national trend. And if you haven't been out and experienced one, you know, you can still do, still do the the deal where you follow them on Twitter, so you know mm-hmm. where they're going to be. The grilled cheese truck had a line that switched back three times. It was the longest line there. It must have been at least an hour and a half. Yeah, wait. not worth it. Because people have seen it on, for example, like the Food Network and and what have you. Um, Didn't make it to the grilled cheese truck, obviously. It's still grilled cheese. But it was fun. I mean, it was fun to go around. And And did you pay just cash or did they have like coupons or vouchers or like No, you just went in and you just went up and you paid cash. The most expensive thing was like $8. So things ranged from Mm. like $2 to $8. Hmm. Um, And I think the whole entire day cost about $50. Did they serve any liquor? Um, yes, there was beer and wine. You had to get a special, um, you know. Show them your social security card. Yeah, like, well, you yeah. had to get a special. Your AARP card. But it was only, it was like, you know, high fructose corn syrup, margaritas, oh, yeah. Budweiser. That's too and, bad. And yeah, no, it wasn't real alcohol. That's too bad. But it was fun. And um, the boyfriend got to eat meat. Lots of, lots of Have meat. you finished your drink, by the way? Um, I'm not quite sure if I finished my drink. Because I've completely finished mine, and I know you said that the drink was quite strong, but I, I'm i not feeling the nearly the buzz I thought I would be. It's disappointing. No, no, I'm not. It, there, it must be the cake. It must be. The cake so is I'm gonna have to. So I'm going to have to, um, I'm going to have a little more. But I don't know if any of the listeners made it out to the IE Food Truck Fair, but it was fun. Probably not a whole lot of listeners, but you yes, know, maybe Yes, it did require driving out did, to the 909. Yes. Okay. Well, I mean, but But see, it was fun. And every food truck did have a vegetarian option, I have to say, except for the bacon truck. <laughs> they did have a vegetarian option. Except for the option. bacon truck, of course. Uh, now, let's talk about let's talk about some things that are just just really nice, a nice nice some perks of having an international podcast sensation like the Zentiki Lounge. Wait, you know, did you just say sensation? Sensation. Really? Yes. I didn't and know. We were tacking honestly, the word sensation not onto really it. Really a sensation, but we'd right, like it to be. So, right. hey, everybody out there, go make it a sensation. You can do that by uh, now 
you know, maybe you just listen to podcasts. It's just something you like Putting to do. Putting it out in the but universe. You could that's never, so Oprah of But you. like me, you 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 watch free TV because you don't even pay for cable. Maybe you're like, you know, I, I shouldn't have to pay for entertainment. Now, I understand that. Some people don't believe that they should have to pay. They'll go to the movies, but they don't pay for anything else. Um, but, you know, a lot of people do pay for cable and HBO and all that good stuff. Hundreds and, of um, dollars for We cable. do this as a hobby. We, we make no money off of it. Uh, although, you know, that would be nice someday if it did become a real job and we could quit the other jobs and literally uh, employ ourselves by uh, and just sit around and drink drinking, all day. drinking liberally and uh-huh. chatting with those of you liberally. out there in the world. <laughs> but um, you can go to zentikilounge.com and hit that donate uh, link there and you could make a small donation to lounge. Now what do we use that for? Oh well I'll tell you. We use those <laughs> donations for paying for web hosting services for advertising on um, a few of the Tiki websites. So obviously we want to advertise to the correct market. And we advertise a little bit on Facebook now and then too. Now, why do we advertise? Well, we advertise because uh, the more listeners that we have, the better the chances are are of sponsorships or just reaching out to people who may not have already discovered us. And then as we go to Tiki Oasis, Tiki Caliente, the Hookie Lao, these events, uh, more people drop by and they experience the joy. That is the Zen Tiki Lounge. Oh, the joy. The joy. Uh, I think you're going to have to start serving um, tasties. Yeah. So I think booze and, you know, some food. I think so, too. I think well, we do the pineapple upside up. down cake, but we'll have right. to step it up. Sure. Right. So you can also go to ZenTikiLounge.com. Actually, send us an email to mail at ZenTikiLounge.com and say, I would like one of your Zen Tiki Lounge t-shirts. And oh, that's right. They come in sizes small through triple X. Now, are you only offering the blue? No more black. Uh, we have a few black. A few black we have like we have one large, two double X, and I think that's about it. Okay. So the black with but orange they are, print. They are a, like a sky blue. Uh, yeah, so the new shirt is like a sky blue with the orange logo, and on the back you have a smirking tiki, or as I like to say, he kind of have has an Elvis smirk on his face. And it says zentikilounge.com in a bamboo font. That's and right. Elvis is your new decorating inspiration. He is. Uh, all after visiting Graceland. But uh, $25 includes shipping to just about anywhere in the United States, Florida and not Florida. Uh, Hawaii and Alaska are a little more and we will ship to any international destination as long as... Guam? Of course. As long as um, there isn't some sort of embargo... Or, or something, uh, an embargo against the lounge, uh, which I understand there there is in a few of the um, Slovakian nations. Um, really? Yes, but uh, $25 shipping to most places in the U.S., a little bit more to other places, and we will ship internationally. And uh, basically, uh, we accept payment through PayPal only, and if you send a, a note to mail at sendtikilounge.com and say, I'd like an extra large t-shirt, I will then send you a link to that email address that you sent it from, from PayPal, uh, for the price, uh, for the destination, and I will ship it promptly. And then just one last thing. Let's say you, you're not in the market for a t-shirt, and you know, you don't, you're not going to make a donation, which is absolutely fine. Continue to listen to the show. We're not offended. You could still go to iTunes. You never know. You could still go to iTunes and leave us a review on iTunes because if you've ever purchased a song on iTunes, it means you have an account. And you log in, search for Zantiki Lounge, click on the Zantiki Lounge there, and you scroll down and you see that there is a place for you to leave a review. 
leave us a nice glowing four or five star review. We don't or accept anything de- less than four. Or you will four. delete it? Is that what you're no, saying? I can't oh, delete you don't it. Delete no, I can't. No, I can't. You have no power to delete oh, it. Okay. Um, and leave us a nice four or five star review, preferably a five star. Uh, oh, but you know, gosh. we'll take fours. You know. I don't um, know that. But, I would but tell people, tell people what you like about the show. Tell them why you think they might want to listen. And that is a very cool. Costs you nothing. Just takes a moment of your time. And uh, the star ratings on iTunes are really helpful in getting more people to. Uh, know about us and hear the show. So there we go. So there's that's a little bit of housekeeping. Now, I believe there was something else I needed to discuss. Wasn't there, Pumpkin? Well, talking about sponsorship, let's talk about our presents. Oh, yes, that was it. That was the, th- the whole thing started. So we have a pair of lovely, lovely listeners who, um, well... Have been very generous. They have. So uh, Jonathan Kelly from the Bay Area. Um, they, uh, of California, the yes, Bay Area California, of California, yes. yes. Um, they, they, um, uh, gave us, um, some hats. And, um, now some of you may have at some time in your life been to, um, a, a theme park and, and, well, and the Disneyland theme park. Disneyland or Disney World. I was going to be more vague and say the one with the mouse, but. Oh, Oh, I'm sorry. They're not sponsoring us, so we don't mention the name. The rat's out of the bag. Oh, okay. So um, anyway, and and they have and they have these hats. Right. They have these hats With that the have these ears, ears. Ears. Yes. And you have the opportunity to have the hat embroidered. Now, Jonathan Kelly, the um, the the thoughtful people that they are, they brought uh, hats to us. And each one is embroidered with the name of a host here on the lounge. So we each now have a hat for Sunshine Pumpkin Kalani with and Starshine. With our ears on it. With our ears. And um, now there's an even more special reason why this means a little I something. And we're not going to discuss it. I do love the pink. So the ladies are in pink and, and I, I have yellow, which yellow. I think is very appropriate. Well, Sunshine Yellow. Hello. Yes. And, uh, and so um, next time the four of us get here in the lounge... I think we're all going to have to put on our hats. Oh my! And take a picture from the backside so you can see right, our names. Of course. So you can see our names. Of course. And then I think we just might show that to everybody. Wow! Now, how did you acquire these hats? I actually uh, saw Jonathan and Kelly in person not okay. too long ago. Yes. Now another very cool thing, and listeners, we're not saying send us gifts. I mean, not, that's not what this is about. But we're just saying a big mahalo to Jonathan and Kelly. Uh, they were in the area, and they went to Don the Beachcomber in Huntington Beach. And, you know, I've talked about this place many times. So if you're in the Orange County, L.A. area, I think you should go to John the Beachcomber, visit the Dagger Bar, go to, go during happy hour, 4 to 7 now, p.m. Now, can I tell you, Inexpensive Lola, drinks, great appetizers. My yes. sister Lola is getting yes. married. Now, uh-huh. she's getting married in Jamaica. Long story short, we were looking at bridal magazines yesterday. Yeah. And lo and behold, there was a full-page article or advertisement on Don the Beachcomber, have your wedding here. Well, yes, they do private parties, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And they have these big giant banquet halls that are decked out as, for example, the Hidden Village and, uh, and Waterfalls. And so I saw and, and I whole, said, it's the Don deal. the Beachcombers, but it was a full-page ad in a bridal magazine. Of course. So you can get married at Don the Beachcombers. I'm still doing Vegas. Well, you go. Yes. So uh, they, they, brought, they brought me... I'm still waiting the, for my invitation. The Don the Beachcomber, the Don the Beachcomber mug. And this now, is, is, that this is the mug head? where it's a bust of Don wearing his uh, trademark hat. And uh, that's you, not a fedora. That's a Panama. To, yes. Panama you, you get to drink out of his head. There you go. And it's a, it's a very lovely mug. And just like Richard, 
It is of ample size, so I don't have to refill my mug nearly as often. So big, big mahalos to Jonathan and Kelly and to all our listeners, to all of you for being faithful, listening, go tell some friends and uh, let them know that you enjoy the show. Pumpkin. Yes. I I have been a little perturbed. I, yeah, yeah. I've been a little perturbed about something lately, and I'm going to discuss You're it with you. You're always perturbed. I know. Something is always bothering me. I mean, it, of course let's, it is. Not, uh, let's not... Let's um, not mince words about it and it's about you know i'm sure you're familiar with the nestle folks you mm-hmm. know, they're known for chocolate but they pretty much make everything now but they're I think, big they're, i think they even make diaphragms they're now. a lot bigger in europe than they are here in the united states this is true and uh so nestle they have everything a commercial, in europe is nestle they have a commercial on the television now um and it's a picture of dad and son sitting on the couch drinking cans of orange soda. But you don't watch television, so how do you know about not, this? Not very commercial? often. Oh, okay. what, but what I do watch is Letterman. And, oh, you know, okay. so I catch a few commercials there because we don't pay for TV, so we right. don't have a DVR, and so I can't skip. So oh. I usually get up and do a quick household chore, like wipe down a counter, yeah. do a few dishes. But, um, you know, sometimes I sit there. And uh, this Nestle and the two dad and son are sitting on the couch drinking orange soda. And mom comes by and snaps the orange sodas out of their hands and says, here you go. Here's a bottle of Nestle bottled water. And then they go on to say, you could save yourself about 50,000 calories a year, which equates to losing about, you know, 12 pounds pounds over the year. You know, if you do this, right? So I just want to say to the folks that... So what's wrong with that? uh, We really don't need to promote the use of bottled water. What mom should have done was grab the glass. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. What you're mom should have done. You're just swapping out a recyclable container for a recyclable container. No, you're not. You can recycle. No, you're not. no. see, this is the, the fallacy. Soda. This is the fallacy of recycling. Yes, it's a great idea, but you don't need to recycle a container if you never used it in the first place. Correct. So but what's here's greener? The so thing. what's greener? Never creating waste that might need to be recycled, or Using something over and over and over and over. But no, my point is, is they were already drinking out of a container. Well, I understand that. that. needed to be recycled. Aluminum is far more Aluminum. recyclable. Far but more I'm recyclable saying than plastic. They, were, they weren't starting, they were not drinking out of a mug that they could wash in their sink. They were drinking out of a container that is wasteful. Well, I know, but I'm trying to... And then she was just switching Further it. educate people. Right. And that would be... Let's let's say mom's no, name was Sally. Water is horrible. Let's yes. say mom's name is Sally. Sally, get your head out of the freaking sand, you dumb bitch, and go get a glass, fill it with some ice if you like, but and put some have, water in it. But it won't have the Nestle. It's all about product. Oh, I get placement. it. I get it. This is all about Nestle selling bottles of water. Right. That is like a one thousand percent markup of water. Over does not have pouring yourself a glass of water. So I'm just saying, it listeners, work. don't be stupid. You will still save yourself fifty thousand calories over the year, if not more, if you turn on the tap and pour it over some ice in a glass. Just get one of those little filters that or you the, attach to the... Or the Brita filter that the... you reuse and reuse and reuse, and you just change the small filter part over time. It's far greener it fits than on buying your, bottled on water. Your tap. So I just, you know, Nestle, I know you want to make a buck, but I just hate, hate the promotion of use of bottled water. It's, it's, it's bad. It's not a good thing. And if you, are use, if you are someone who drinks a lot of bottled water, stop it. You're an idiot. Well, did you know that they, well, and I'm sure we've talked about this before, that tap water regulation, um, they have higher Is more stringent than bottled water, than yes. bottled water. And this is where Kaylani and I sometimes get into a bit of because she likes the Fiji water. Okay. You're paying for the label. That water 
is being put on a ship and mm-hmm. transported thousands of miles across the ocean, which emits tons of CO2 pollution and uses fossil fuels, and then bottled in plastic at a factory that also pollutes. And I checked, by the way, Fiji, as far as I can tell, does not use wind or solar power. Mm. Um, anyway, anyway, so, right, I just, I don't agree with it. But we're the only country that uses bottled water. The only reason that bottled water exists in other countries is to cater to Americans. Like, when you go to Europe, you are saying, if you carry around a bottle of water, hi, I'm a tourist. Everywhere else you go is straight out of the tap. The best water I had was when we were in Scotland in that hundred-year-old yes, yes. hotel. That water so was so good, good. <laughs> and it, it was like ice cold coming right it out of the tap because it's just tasty. cold there. But yeah, so you know, people bottled water's bad. Bottled water's bad. Um, so how's your fake lawn coming? Um, actually, it's being delivered today. Mm. Um, so the boyfriend had to rent a truck. Because it's obviously it's, it's not big. big enough to uh, fit in the, the SUV. Um, and so it's on its way. The I'm only not leaving thing, you. I'm just grabbing my other beverage. Well, the only thing is I'm a little worried that I'm not going to be able to physically lift it out of the truck. Because it's supposed to be very, very heavy. So I'm not sure that I'm going to be able to lift it out of the well, truck. that's what the boyfriend's for. Well, yeah, but it's a whole entire roll. Um, so I do have part of it already outside. Um, and so we do have um, a sample. So he did bring me home a, home a sample just to make sure that I like the quality of it and the color. Now, and it's, not, it's not like that crappy rollout AstroTurf no, stuff, No, it right? looks, it's a little bit lighter than what they have at the Wynn. Okay, and it okay. properly drains because uh-huh. I put it by the, the sprinklers. And so it, it drains. Um, the only thing is it gets a little bit warm when the sun's right on it. Um, so I'm but just you know, concerned about not... the little paws. Oh, no, it's not going to get, not, it's not get that warm. But um, I noticed when we were in Vegas and I actually, I bent down to feel the face. Oh, I did that. Lawn. I touched the lawn and the It the was wind. definitely It was definitely warm. Mm-hmm. So because it's not taking... The warmth of the sun and the the light and transforming it into uh, right. food you don't have for the itself cooling, and stuff. It's not cooling, right? Feel that grass has. So it's been uh, well delivered today, and so we will see. I um, can't wait. I can't wait to see how it holds up to your giant dogs. Well, but you who, know what? We left shit, a slab. Who literally shit bricks. We left it out we left a sample out for them they sniffed it a little bit and they were kind of over i'm even more concerned i'm 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 just waiting to see how you're going to level what i know is a very uneven yard you have divots and holes but here's the thing we have to because i have a huge hill Uh um in the back and of course over time it has even though it has a bunch of plants and everything on it you have normal erosion and so just the soil where i live is crap the soil where I live is just crap, and so we have to till and rip up my whole entire backyard anyway because it's not draining properly. Because when they laid the foundation for my backyard and for my house, my uh, my patio actually dips down, and Ooh, it's uneven. Yeah. Um, and so we have to tear it up anyway. So I thought, well, we have to tear it up anyway, and we just happened to acquire this, um, you know, 
artificial turf, which we were looking into buying anyway. No, I do. I think it's an excellent idea. So and it'll definitely it cut down on your water use. But I just am curious how it works out. Well, we obviously, we went to the Home Depot and we looked at all the different, um, you know, supplies we have to rent. Um, so we'll see. All right. Well, I think we should finish off the show because we have a little less than 10 minutes left. I think we should finish off the show by, well, you know, bringing it down just a little bit and talking about something very positive. What do you think? Sure. Why not? So I'm going to put on, I'm going to put on the spa music. And Dr. Um, Scott? Or no, just spa this music? is just a ambient, oh, okay. the ambient tones that you yeah, tend to hear Yeah, because you're big spa. into the spa now. Yes, you're out of control. quite a little bit. The binaural tones. And um, I want to talk about the new Miss USA, Alyssa Campanella. I thought you were going to talk about your flip-flops. We can talk about that as well. Oh, well, we can save that for another no, day. No, no, no. We'll, we'll have time to discuss. Okay. But while we're discussing here and we're bringing it down and we're feeling our zen. I have a Alyssa, feeling this is not going to be zen. No, it absolutely is. Oh, Alyssa okay. Campanella. Okay. She was just crowned Miss USA, and of course that means she'll go on to what Miss Universe or whatever's I, next, I have or no yeah, idea. Uh, Miss America. I, I don't. I know. had no I know. idea this was even. Now enough. she's she's the California contestant, so okay. yay California. She actually, unlike Carrie Prejean, who she's is known the Jesus for girl, the who is, Jesus who girl. is known for saying, "Oh, I hate the homosexuals." Right. Didn't oh, quite okay. use those words, but might as well have. I, I'm just paraphrasing. Right. <laughs> um, Alyssa says that she's a science geek and believes that uh, Darwinism and evolution should be taught in schools and that she is actually quite appalled that so many places are, are avoiding the subject. Really? She seems like a very smart girl. Uh, is not she only, from Northern California? I'm not sure, but not only is she beautiful and she's just been crowned Miss USA... But uh, she's a very smart girl, and I think that so she's she is, an exception to the rule. She I guess. is. She <laughs> is just the type of girl that we need to help promote science and learning. Right. And I'm going to say, common sense and reality, people. Right. Uh, because you know, religion isn't exactly isn't exactly a good basis for what's right for the world. Well, right. It, it might be nice for helping an individual determine how they might want to lead their personal life, their spiritual life, but it's not so good for helping people get along with each other. Now, you would think it might be, but it really ends up not no, working that way. people fought many, many years and many different wars for separating church from their state. Yeah, such as this country. Yes. Yes. So... Alyssa Campanella, I am so glad that you've been crowned Miss USA, <laughs> and I hope that, like, Miss... She doesn't turn on you. Well, I hope that, like, Miss Turkey in a bikini is helping Carl's Jr. sell burgers. <laughs> I hope that you in your bikini can help school children across the United States and the world enjoy science. Learn about dinosaurs. Right. And evolution. <laughs> and evolution. No, but I really do I really do think that's a good thing. Now, um now I'm surprised that she was crowned considering she was saying such controversial things. Okay, so of the fifty one contestants, because I believe uh we get DC gets a contestant as well, I think. So I think that's why there's 51. What about Puerto Rico? Maybe Puerto Rico is the 51. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Oh, no, maybe it was 52. So it's Puerto Rico and DC. I have but no any, idea. But anyway, so um, not just 50 states, but the 50 states and provinces well, the territories. or territories. Yes. Um, Miss Guam. 
Don't forget about Guam. So, uh, huh, what was I going to say? So she's controversial. Oh. Well, not controversial, is, but... She uh, is one of only two who are pro-evolution. The other 50 are like, no, I, I think... I think we should talk about Jesus in school. Oh my gosh. Because Jesus because would not should, want you to talk about because Jesus we in should, school. Because we should force our religious beliefs on everyone else. That's mm. what we should do. Now you don't you don't really hear Buddhists saying, I think that we should force Buddhism on other people. But Jesus himself would not want that. I understand that. I again I've read the Bible cover to cover ten <laughs> times or more. And I know for a fact that that evangelizing is for the open ear, is for people who are interested. It is not for coercion. It is not for uh, we don't we shouldn't be waterboarding people into submission. We should not be brainwashing children who are not yet old enough to make their own decisions about these types of things and Yes, it can be the parents' decision whether or not they send them to Sunday school and whether or not they teach them, but that's an outside of public school decision. Right. So, now let's keep it. Let's keep it okay, cool. Okay, okay. Yay, Alyssa. Very good, Miss USA. I ordered some flip-flops online. Now, I, I was I, I became in the know about these. Yeah, how did you... Because I listened to find... another podcast. Okay. I listened to many podcasts, but I listened to another podcast, a green podcast... And I actually am not going to mention the name of the podcast because they do annoy me on occasion, but they say a few good things. But now you got, and then. So, for example, yes. you got a few helpful tips so, here. They they interview people who are like the CEOs and business folks and entrepreneurs from new and longtime green companies, and they were interviewing the one of the um, uh, gentlemen from Okabashi. It's O-K-A-B-A-S-H-I, Okabashi, and they make footwear. Specifically, they make footwear made of uh, a something called, I think it's a metaplast or something, but it's basically it's a... latex-free. It's a, it's a plastic product. It is latex-free. They say for the most part uh, it's allergen-free. It does not contain any... Um, Antimicrobial. Yes, it is. Uh, and oh, microplast—that's what it's mm-hmm. called. So it's 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 basically this footwear is molded out of this microplast. It is one-piece construction, which means unlike the standard flip-flop where the little toe piece pops out and then you, mm-hmm. if you can't poke it back in, they're ruined. It's a piece of trash. It's one-piece construction. Uh, so they have a two-year warranty. Show mm-hmm. me a pair of flip-flops that even has a warranty. A two-year warranty, but they're said to last much longer than that on mm-hmm. average. They actually have some uh, formed arch support. What is that? Plantar fasciitis? Yes, some, I believe that's it. Yes. So uh, apparently good for people who want to wear flip-flops but still need some support. They now, if you have a severe support. foot problem, you oh, the sound's out of control wow. again. Wow, that's a little too much relaxation. Zen, yes. uh, if you, if you um, have a severe foot problem, now you're going to want to seek the professional advice of a doctor. But uh, otherwise, you can take matters into your own feet, and you can purchase footwear that feels comfortable and gives you some support. And the Okabashi sandals and flip-flops, for example, they come in many styles for women, Mm. not so many styles for men. I was very disappointed with the men, because first, okay, go on, tell your story. um, Yeah, and so they come in styles for women that are very fashionable. Men, there's the standard flip-flop, there's a European flip-flop, there's one that's more like a... Surfer. Yes, the surfer. surfer, Yeah. 
um, and they look really great. I ordered a pair, only $14.99 for a pair of flip-flops that has a two-year warranty and will likely last longer. And not only that, after you have determined that they have worn out, you can send them back and they will recycle them into new flip-flops. Mm -hmm. So it's a closed loop process and I really like that. Now, um, they should arrive any day. And in the meantime, I posted on Facebook and I said I've ordered these and all these people started commenting and said, oh, I had a pair, I loved them. Mm -hmm. um, by the way, you can get them in Whole Foods. They actually sell them and uh, some other well, national they retailers. Toms. They sell Tom's shoes there as well. Maybe yes. I need to go to Whole Foods Maybe and you do. buy some. So I'm excited to get them, and I would encourage folks, uh, even though I haven't tried them yet, I have heard such good things mm -hmm. about them. I All really, the reviews on I really couldn't wonderful. find a negative review. The, actually, I did. I found one, and it wasn't a negative review. It was basically just saying the that sizing. I wish they had them in more styles. Yeah. But, you know, I, I'm sure that will happen over time. So I saw that you had purchased flip-flops mm -hmm. and sometimes I have a little bit of uh, impulse control when yes. it comes to shopping so I was so proud or so happy that they were recyclable antimicrobial and they're also vegan so the whole family is going to go to <laughs> Jamaica for a vacation for my sister Lola's wedding and so I just so happened to buy a pair for every single person in my family so I'm really excited to see. And again, because they're inexpensive and I believe mm -hmm. if your purchase is over $40, free shipping. free shipping. And so I got free shipping and also they have a photo contest and I'm going to win that photo contest because there's a photo contest saying, where did you go with our shoes? Uh -huh. So I want to get everybody in my family to put on their little Oh, see, I think my feet are ugly, so I would not win this photo well, contest. Well, but in, in the sand, you could kind of bury your oh, toes okay, in the sand okay. as long as you see the label or the name of the flip-flop mm -hmm. um, and so I'm really excited so I got a pair of white for my sister and a pair of black for her husband white, to be yeah. right oh, exactly yes. and then I got a pair for Charlene my mother and yes. I got a pair for myself and my boyfriend now Charlene just had a birthday and I know I sent yes. her a cake but what, how old is she these days you know what is I she think telling? Charlene is getting close to 60 wow I wow. think Charlene's gonna be 60 next year as a matter mm. of fact doesn't so, look a day over 42. No. So, well, it's because she's got a new boyfriend. She's mm. got a new boy toy. Who um, is quite into the tiki, I understand. Uh, well, he loves the antiquing. And so, uh, you know, I... Or as uh, a friend on Facebook calls it, antiki. Well, there you go. But he is more into the classic um, technology. I see. And okay. so collecting old... Like transistor you know, and ham radios exactly, and uh, things phonographs. Of that nature. And, mm -hmm. uh -huh. okay. and so uh, I think you two Playing would get some along. Vinyl. And so uh, I got pairs of shoes for everyone in my family. So I really hope that they are good because if not, I'm out a lot of money. Well, no, I hope that mine are going to be in the mailbox today. Uh, and then I can try them on because, you know, I, as soon as the weather gets 65 or warmer here in Southern California, which is most of the year, but we, we don't wear shoes in California. We, really we wear flip-flops, just like in Hawaii. Which That's something terrible, else we have. Which are terrible for, for your feet. Exactly. Um, and so I actually, my feet feel better when I'm at work, but I hate wearing shoes. Right. So as soon as I get home, flip-flops are nothing. Well, you have your indoor flip-flops, which is eco-friendly. So, I am going to put these on, and I really hope they feel good on the feet. And I, listeners, I'll let you know. And I'll be promoting them on the show. They aren't sponsoring the show, but again, it's a but recycled product. A it's an thing. inexpensive product. I hope they are as great as I've heard. I'll tell you even more about them. 
Mine shipped on Wednesday, so we'll see. And uh, we're at the end of the show. Well, I didn't even get to talk about my books that I brought. I'm so sorry. I've been inspired by your um, kitchen. The Velveteen Lounge Kitchen. The Velveteen Lounge Kitchen. Uh Um, I've been inspired, but with a vegan twist. It would be a vegan challenge for you to veganize some of those recipes because with that much lunch meat, canned meat, and dairy... Well, I usually start with desserts, and actually, and I'll talk a little bit about this on uh, the next next show, show, on the next show, um, because I have tracked down some cookbooks from 1941, and I'm going to try and make some of those classic recipes vegan. I think that sounds like an outstanding challenge. Okay, now, before we go, Pumpkin, now that we are completely moved into the new bar with the covering, uh, you know, the thatch covering is put in place. I've rearranged things on the bar. We've got the bar top on. What do you think? I do love the lip. The lip is very nice to lean on. Yes. I do like the lip. I like that it has a lot more space for my uh, plants. Well, it's a lot. It's a lot lighter in color. So the room, it lifts it up instead of brings it Mm -hmm. down Um, but it's very lovely and I do love the picture that you posted on Facebook with all the different colors yeah it looked very professional very Vegas I have to say it looks both great during night and daytime this looks like a bar that is right by the pool in a Vegas casino doesn't it it doesn't it you have mission accomplished my dear all right well pumpkin why don't you take us out (laughs) well I don't know this music is Simply just fabulous. I'm relaxed enough I, to pass gas. Oh, well, oh, I do have a remedy for that, but, but we'll get to, to that talk next about week. That next okay. show. Yes, uh-huh. So, once again, listeners, thank you for joining us. And until next time, mahalo. And now a quote from Helen Keller. Life is either a daring adventure or nothing. Security does not exist in nature, nor do the children of men as a whole experience it. Avoiding danger is no safer in the long run than exposure.